The VPM Daily Newscast is sponsored by Kanawa Capital Management. Your financial life is unique, complex, and dynamic. Kanawa Capital Management's team of credentialed professionals has been helping its clients build wealth and confidence through personalized planning and informed investing since 1989. Learn more at cancap.com. That's K-A-N-C-A-P.com. You're listening to the VPM Daily Newscast, the recap of today's top stories in Central Virginia. From the VPM Newsroom in Richmond, I'm Benjamin Dolly. Richmond police are trying to identify who defaced a mural of tennis player Arthur Ashe Jr. in Battery Park. The mural was graffitied with white supremacist imagery. Patrick Larson reports. Tennis legend and humanitarian Arthur Ashe Jr. grew up playing at the Battery Park courts. His presence there was immortalized by artist James Thornhill in a 2017 mural. Now his face is covered in a splotch of black paint. Thornhill went out to see the damage on Thursday afternoon. It, it doesn't feel good. You can hear about it on television, read about it, but when it happened in your neighborhood and it happened to some work you, 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 you've done, it hits home and it's got me very emotional. I don't know how I'm feeling right now. Thornhill says he worked on the mural for three weeks in the summer heat, but it's not the lost work that gets to him as much as the racially charged nature of the tags. He called the vandalism a hate crime. The paint formed insignias associated with the white nationalist group Patriot Front. Richmond police say this is the second incident this week where similar graffiti was found. Patrick Larson, VPM News. Anyone who has seen suspicious activity or has images that may aid in the investigation, contact Crime Stoppers at 804-780-1000. The Supreme Court of Virginia won't reconsider its decision to allow Governor Ralph Northam to remove the statue of Robert E. Lee in Richmond. A group of area residents sought to block the statue's removal, but after the Virginia Supreme Court's unanimous decision last month siding with the governor, the massive statue was cut into pieces and stored. The group requested a rehearing, but on Thursday the court denied the petition. Attorney General Mark Herring said in a statement that it's time for Virginia to, quote, move away from a past when leaders of a racist insurrection were glorified. In a last push one week before Election Day, Terry McAuliffe will be hosting an event with the nation's highest-ranking Democrat. President Joe Biden will be appearing with the former Virginia governor in Arlington on October 26th. This will be the second time Biden has campaigned with McAuliffe. Yesterday's announcement comes as polls show a close race between the top two gubernatorial candidates. McAuliffe is aiming to get a second term as Virginia's top executive, competing against Republican businessman Glenn Youngkin. Princess Blanding of the newly formed Liberation Party is running as a third-party candidate on the ballot. Tonight at 5 is the deadline for Virginia voters to request an absentee ballot to be mailed to them. As Sarah McCluskey reports, there are a number of important reminders ahead of the November 2nd election. As of Wednesday, the Virginia Public Access Project reports more than 515,000 Virginians have voted early. Of those, over 179,000 cast their ballot by mail, and about the same number have requested mail-ins. All absentee ballots are required to have a witness sign them. If a signature is missing, election officials say local registrars will contact the voter within three days of the mail being received. That ballot must be updated and returned by noon on Friday, November 5th, to count. If Virginians want to go in person, bring an ID. Early voting ends October 30th. Sarah McCluskey, VPM News. The fight over the construction of a new George Wythe High School has reached a new impasse. 
Richmond Mayor LeVar Stoney is withholding a request from the Richmond School Board for almost $11 million needed to start the project due to capacity concerns. Current plans are to build a school capable of holding 1,600 students, but according to a letter obtained by VPM, Stoney says that will leave the school overcrowded on day one. The school board highlights that the figure doesn't account for students who will spend most of their time at a nearby technical center, the Richmond Times-Dispatch reports. Stoney has asked the school board to address capacity concerns by October 27th. Richmond students won't be going to class the first week of November. Superintendent Jason Cameras wrote in his newsletter this week that school staff and teachers have expressed ongoing concerns about burnout. In the interest of employees' mental health, he says Richmond Public Schools will be closed November 1st through the 5th. Some of these closures were already scheduled due to holidays and parent-teacher conferences. Among other changes, Cameras says he intends to ask the school board to reallocate $3 million from the district's federal relief funding to increase mental health support for students. This is VPM News. This newscast was recorded on Thursday, October 21st at 6 p.m. Some of these stories may have changed since the newscast was recorded. You can stay connected to what matters by heading to vpm.org slash news or follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at myvpm. VPM. There are so many issues playing out in RVA. I mean, pretty much anyone will tell you. There's definitely a lot of poverty. Finding affordable housing. Traffic, public transportation. Climate change and heat islands. Trying to find childcare in Richmond area. I'm Rich Marr, host of a new VPM podcast called RVA's Got Issues. Listen to the podcast starting May 22nd. Do you have issues with RVA? Haven't found out yet. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> 